Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Shades Midweek, where we have conversations about theology, culture, and all things Shades. I'm joined in the studio by John Mark and Jonathan once again. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, I'm doing good. Doing well. That's how, g- how about that's you good. and your bride? We're doing well. Hey, how's, how's that garden going? Well, it's going very well. We got two beds, and we planted some radishes and tomatoes. It's like a raised garden bed. A raised garden bed, yeah. I don't know if I used the correct terminology. I'm new to the gardening game. It's very provincial of you. It's so domesticated. But <laughs> Yes, but we're trying it out, and it's going well. Some things are happening, <laughs> slowly but surely. So we should be completely self-sustaining by next year, I imagine. Right. Yeah, off the grid. Eating solely radishes and whatever else it is. Peppers. What what did you what do you have? Peppers? What do you, what you got going well, on? Well, I, I don't want to overplay my involvement in this. Okay. So right. okay. I'm not sure everything We'll bring Jordan in everything next week that's and we can talk about in the it. garden, yes. But I've been doing a bit of gardening and then I've forced her to watch the ESPN documentary, The Last Dance. Oh, man. On the Bulls. I've been forcing Ashley to watch that with I, me, too. I feel like it's all so good. what just happened is this just transitioned into being an episode about nothing but The Last Dance. If I don't reel y'all in <laughs> right now. It's true. Let me just say one thing that was funny as we were watching last night. Last night, as Jordan and I were watching, to show my wife's age, she goes, who is Dennis Rodman? No. Oh. <laughs> so, but. Like she got introduced to Dennis Rodman for the first time through that documentary, and what a what, what a, a joy to be with is. someone is they're being introduced to who Dennis Rodman. I is. can only imagine. Yeah, he's like the uh, like the original rocker athlete. I feel like because he kind of had towed the line of like rock star. See, here we go. Basketball player. Here we go. We're just. <laughs> You know, really, really, the reason I don't want the whole episode to be about this is because I'm just jealous because I don't have access to this documentary. Uh, so if anyone out there wants to loan me their ESPN login information, <laughs> email uh, midweek, midweek at shadesvalley.org <laughs> with your ESPN login information. But anyway, well, before we actually get started uh, today, there was an update from Governor Kay Ivey regarding the stay at home order that's set to expire uh, Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. Thursday, and um, it, things have shifted, but not a lot, um, basically, to what they're terming as a safer at home order. So basically, some businesses are kind of going to get to begin to open back up, kind of like a soft opening to the economy. But we wanted to mention really quickly that they did directly address churches in the midst of that announcement. And really what they said basically was that nothing's going to change for churches at this moment. It, it appears that they are following the three-phase plan that was laid out by the federal government. And we are close to entering into phase one mm-hmm. as a state because our curve has flattened Uh, And really, the only thing we're lacking is access to a robust access to testing in order to be able to interface one. But so for for all of our our Shades family out there, we're going to keep you posted. We're we're paying attention to what they're saying and directing. But as of this moment right now, it looks like we're going to continue on the path that we're on, at least for the next couple of weeks before there's another update. Hmm. So just wanted to throw that out before we got too deep in. But today is actually a really special day. Today is a, is a is a special day because we are joined in the studio by Grace Wonski. Grace, 
How are you doing today? I'm great, Brad. How are you? I am doing great. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're here. Uh, how have you and your family been doing during this crazy season? We have been coping. We have <laughs> four girls that don't exactly have a focus every day. So <laughs> yeah. it's it's been hairy certain days. And I've told somebody else, different people hit their walls at different days. And mm-hmm. some days we're content and it's okay. And then you turn around, somebody's losing it and you just try to swing wide, (laughs) give them some space and they'll come back and then somebody else will go down. I feel like we've all experienced this in our own ways. I I love the fact that Grace is here because we're going to get to hear several, what I love, I affectionately refer to as Grace isms. And she already (laughs) dropped one of my favorites, which I've heard her say a million times before. And that's swing wide. Swing wide. You got it like when when somebody in the house is upset, you got to swing wide. It's some of the best marriage counseling I've ever received in my life. We already have one takeaway. She's spoken for 30 seconds, and there's been more wisdom than the five minutes that we wasted at the beginning of this podcast. That's for sure. (laughs) Well, we have Grace in the studio today because we're doing another episode of Meet a Member, where we bring a member in and get to know a little bit more about them. And so we're excited to have Grace in. And we'll just dive right in, Grace, to get to know you a little bit more, to get to know the woman. We want to see the woman behind the Walski Empire today. <laughs> That's why we've brought you in. We have so wow. many questions <laughs> that we have always wanted to ask. <laughs> yes. So why don't we start with you just telling us a little bit about how you grew up, what that was like, and how you came uh, to the faith. Okay. Um, grew up with, uh, I'm the second of four siblings. I mean, and, um, my family, I guess I go back a little bit. My mom and dad were, they both grew up Catholic and my, they were very involved. They went to Catholic schools, um, Catholic John Carroll high school. Mm -hmm. Then my dad went to Notre Dame Catholic university. So there was all that. And then um, my mom was actually going to become a nun before she met my dad. So that's wow. how that's how invested they were in the Catholic Church. That worked out well for you, though. <laughs> yeah, that worked <laughs> out well for me. She fell in love. Um, so what? when they started raising us uh, in the 60s, this is very interesting, but that when there was the civil rights going on and the Catholic Church didn't take a stand that they agreed with. They Mm. left the Catholic Church, Mm. but continued to send us to Catholic schools. So I was completely raised in, it was just an interesting dynamic because I was raised in Catholic school, which means, you know, Catholic everything, go to mass five days a week, all that, all that stuff. But then my parents didn't go to church on Sunday. Like mm. didn't or didn't go to mass on Sunday, so that was an interesting, especially being immersed with all these other Catholics that are diehards. And then I was like, yeah, well, I guess so. There was that. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was that confusion. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really through a ministry that some of y'all are aware of called Young Life. I went to Homewood High School um, after Catholic schools until high school. Then I went to Homewood High School and. It was through the Ministry of Young Life with their, you know, their ministry 
is just relationship ministry, which mm-hmm. tracks with me. <laughs> um, and th- anyway, still just incredible people who just walked alongside me. And um, and I was, this might just shock y'all, but I'm a, just a bit of a rebel. Just a <laughs> bit. Um, just a bit of a questioner. What? Put it that way. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't swallow things easily unless I really believe that they're right. So did you rebel as a teenager? No, actually I did not. I was Uh, just ever so compliant, (laughs) ever such a good girl, the peacemaker, seriously. Uh, uh Um, but, but yeah, whatever goes on in my brain, I question things. (laughs) Um, so I wasn't, I, well, and I know that there's there, this is not true of everybody, but from my experience in the Catholic church, I had never, never been exposed to the idea of a relationship and so uh with god and so Mm -hmm. young life just introduced me to that concept that blew my mind and i kind of didn't really know what to do with it but it there was a huge movement for lack of a better word lots of people were becoming christians and in our high school and i was just like what are y'all doing y'all don't even know what you're doing (laughs) um and so i it took me longer. They they had to pray for me a long time. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a tough nut to crack. Um, but but we were on one of these Young Life ski trips, and I remember just this was my whole conversion experience. I just mm-hmm. said, "If you're if you're real God, let me know it." And it was a real question, and it was you know I was close, but I wasn't just going to sign on the dotted line if I did not believe this to be true and so he has been faithful for 40 years to show me that he is in fact real so Mm, wow so what did you do after high school did you stay in Birmingham or um okay that was went to Auburn for a couple of years and then came home to UAB to go to Auburn graduates in a row <laughs> well actually oh. i went to uab nursing school so graduated uh, okay. graduated from uab um nursing school and shout out to my little hopi number five she's graduating she just graduated yeah hope. at uab go hopi um so yeah that's uh, that's was college and yeah so when you finished college did you immediately start nursing yes in, in the Birmingham area yes worked at um did my last semester at children's hospital and in intensive care and stayed there for about eight years um not full-time but uh worked as a pediatric intensive care nurse so wow. my children were raised with don't do this don't do that I can't help what I know. Just <laughs> stop. <laughs> I've seen a lot. <laughs> Just stop. I've seen a lot. Don't I've, do I've that. I've seen a lot of bad things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, can you tell us about how you and AJ met? Yes. Well, that kind of goes, you'll have to back up a little bit to college. Um, okay. Well, actually, when we were in high school, um, he was involved with Young Life in Vestavia, and I was involved in Young Life at Homewood. And every once in a while, we'd have these things called All City, and you'd bring everybody together. And so there was one time I saw him, and I thought he was really cute. And then 
now the truth. <laughs> yeah. Well, I still think he's really cute. <laughs> Which is a good thing for him, <laughs> yeah. I hear. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a very good thing. Um, but then there was another time that we were, again, you're going to hear Young Life a lot because it was a huge part of yeah. my whole yeah. experience. Um, but he, uh, we were at Windy Gap, and he was a Honda Wrangler, which... You know, this means he took these little Hondas, and he'll have to tell you what kind. They were little motorcycles that were just death traps. And you put a bunch of high school people who, kids who don't know what they're doing on these things, and they ride in the woods and fall off. And, and his job was Perfect. to wrangle them back up and get and fix whatever had to be fixed. So they were like wow. dirt bikes or yeah, AT- ATVs? Yeah, dirt bikes, like okay. two, just like. No, as this is a bad idea. Right. <laughs> this is a very bad idea. As a mother, this is a very bad idea. But I remember AJ was, he was quiet. Do y'all know AJ was shy and quiet? This is true. And he, introvert, shy, quiet guy. So I looked at him from afar and he had overalls on with no shirt. And <laughs> Pro- Provocative. <laughs> I don't know what he was trying to do to <laughs> not, these little things, high school not, girls. Not things just got risque. <laughs> <laughs> things on midweek just, whoo, is he not? I have a picture of this, just so y'all know. <laughs> She's got oh, proof. Oh. Oh, but I think this picture needs to hit our Instagram. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and definitely, I will find it for you. But I looked at him from afar, cause, and I thought, wow, he's out of my league. <laughs> Turns out he wasn't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> After one conversation, <laughs> that became pretty clear. <laughs> no, no, no. But then, fast forward a few years, I, I just kind of knew him from afar. But then when I came home to UAB to go to nursing school, Young Life was starting an urban Young Life mm. in in the west side, in the inner city. And um, I started doing, you know, just, it was, it was forming. And so mm. one of the main leaders... I knew him and we, we started, I started being a leader and he's like, Grace, you know anybody that plays a guitar? And I said, well, I think that guy, AJ Walski plays a guitar and I think he's in Birmingham. I don't know how I knew that. I can't remember that now, but <laughs> turns out he, he would co-opt cause he was at Auburn, but he was co-opting. So he's home on that semester. And we both started leading this urban young life together. And we did that for several years and it's somewhere in there. It turned into dating wow somewhere in there somewhere in there it happened (laughs) it happened so how long did y'all date uh two years about about two or two and a half before we got married so what was what was the first date what was your first date like i yeah it was very it was a merge you know friendship to dating merge so it wasn't like it was it's a little messy, a little <laughs> unclear. Yeah. Is this a date? Is this not a right. date? You know, um, but it was more. I, I just, God, y'all, I'm serious. It was like 36 years ago, so some things are a little fuzzy. <laughs> um, but I would say I remember us going out to lunch because he worked for a construction company here in Birmingham as he, when he was co-oping, and so. We would just kind of do the lunch thing, and then I s- then it kind of was like, oh. Do you remember where y'all went to lunch? No. <laughs> no. Lord, no. I do not remember. Do you remember <laughs> how he proposed? 
Uh, yes. Yes. I remember how he proposed. He first of all, first of all, y'all have to know this that he he try he likes to tell people that he tried to break up with me, but his mother wouldn't let him. <laughs> so that's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. That, that's beautiful. What every, gr- I feel what every girl so wants chosen. to hear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so chosen. That was great. Um but then the next thing his father said to him, when are you going to ask her to marry you? And he, it hadn't even crossed his mind apparently. And so, um, so it was Christmas Eve and we went down into his room and he said, he was living in his parents and he said, let's pray. It, let's just pray for this. So we both were on our knees and we were just praying. I don't know what. And then in the prayer, he just prayed about uh, our future and our life together. And I was like, hmm, that's kind of weird. And when I opened my eyes, he had a ring and that was wow. it. Mm, okay. Wow. Well done, Adrian. <laughs> Immediate yes. Uh, Oh, no, he loves to tell people this. First of all, I had no idea he was about to. And we are, we had a window into our future. Our dating was, you know, not <laughs> smooth as glass. And so, so I, I was still in nursing school. And they just, if we, t- we talked about it, but it was like a, later, later. And so I felt like I had time. And so I really was shocked. And he said, I, when he asked me, I said, drum roll, I don't know. And he oh. loves to tell people I don't, that she said, I don't know. Now, you have to realize within a couple of minutes, it was yes. But he would like to dramatically communicate that he went days and weeks without knowing. With this uncertainty. But he likes to say, which is true, that he'd really sought God and he had strong confirmation. And I'm like, well, good for you. I didn't have that. You know, I needed a few seconds. And yeah. so, anyway, it was a yes. AJ, dramatic? Yes. <laughs> so, so you and AJ get married. You're, you're happily married. And you start, uh, when did the family conversation start, start happening? And, and was this something, did you all always know that you were going to have a big family, that you were going to have this many children? Maybe you should tell everybody how many children you you have for those that for those that don't know yeah because you mentioned hope earlier as your fifth and i think most people would go oh wow she has five (laughs) children we have eight um same baby daddy because people ask me (laughs) just to be clear uh uh, mm -hmm. i'm just i'm like how do people bring that up Uh, all the same father yes they absolutely do that's the follow-up that's the (laughs) follow-up question unbelievable I am not kidding. All these kids yours? Yes. And I I have to tell everybody that that had the same baby daddy and that I birthed them all and that there's no twins. So that's (laughs) everybody wants to know all of those answers. Um, So, no, I think the I think when we were dating and engaged, I remember several conversations. He's one of five. I was one of four, although my parents adopted when I was an adult. So I technically have them one of five, too. But. Um, so we always thought, yeah, we we maybe have we maybe have four. We liked the idea of of four. Um, five seemed a little cray cray at the time, <laughs> but four sounded reasonable. Um, I'd grown up with my parents fostering children, and actually, when AJ and I were dating, there was um, 
one little foster child that that was living at my house that he kind of became our kid. Um, Robert E. Lee, y'all might have met him before. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah he, so he's been a bit. He was he was a ring bearer in our our wedding, and he was two. So it was yeah. anyway. Um, so we both agreed that that maybe we would foster maybe we wouldn't but we both liked kids and one of the things that attracted me to AJ was his his affinity towards children just kind of watching him with children little did I know how much that was going to come in handy (laughs) (laughs) that would be needed um but yeah so then we had I don't want to bore everybody with this whole long thing, but let me just, <laughs> let me think of a nutshell version of this. Um, what, do you mean eight birth stories? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to just say in clumps. So how about yeah. Joseph and Mary Grace came the first two, 16 months apart. And well, we had Joseph and the line with Joseph is Joseph, AJ just said, He's perfect. Why don't we just stop here? Um, oh, wow. And so he he's like, why would we want to mess this up? But anyway, Mary Grace came soon after because we wanted more of him. We wanted more of him. <laughs> and so. And Joseph and Mary Grace are exactly alike. Par- same, same. <laughs> same person. Same, same. Um, they, I, I just can't believe that after having two 16 months apart, there was a number three. Yeah. Because I think the reason that Holly and I ended up having as many kids as we did is because ours were spaced. Yeah. It, it's our last two that are so close together, and we're like, uh-uh. uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how people do <laughs> this it, close together. That's for the young. That's what I say. Oh. But, um, yeah, then, then Adam came, and then David was our surprise. <laughs> and, um, well, we were done with Adam. It really another story but when we had Adam we'd had two significant things and oldies at Shades Valley will remember Adam Joseph had this strange disease called Guillain-Barre that paralyzed him and he was three and it was very huge and very traumatic and he um it's it, it starts at your feet and moves up and you start losing it's a nerve thing but he couldn't move mm. So um, usually you end up in the ventilator on a ventilator because your diaphragm it's your diaphragm isn't moving anymore everything slowly you're anyway so since I was an intensive care nurse remember this I I'm looping things back mm-hmm. around for you um, I had seen that and it so it was terrifying for me and then not Joseph got better and it was several months and he got better and then and another year later Adam started having seizures and so we're young parents in our 20s with like major things going on though I mean we were like we have a family neurologist who has that but you know these so we just felt like our plate was full and it was very full three kids um and then two big things and then Adam was touch and go because we didn't know you know, we they didn't know why he was having them, and he would just drop and start having seizures, and it was mm. it was a lot for yeah. us. So when AJ said, "I think our plate is full," well, I was like, "I know our plate is full, but I think <laughs> we have one more Wonski in there somewhere, but we just need time." Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't get any time. <laughs> <laughs> no time. Twenty three minutes later comes little Davy. Wow. <laughs> And then uh, this is just the next clump of the other four. <laughs> I won't go into. It. 
the next. So after David, are you like, we're, we're, like, we're definitely done? Now. Oh, okay. I'm going to say this. I'm in the hospital with my fourth kid in five years. Wow. Um, wow. And I just had a nerve. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, my yeah. heart rate just <laughs> spiked. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I knew all these normal people in my life that had this finished feeling. And especially since David was a surprise, I'm like, okay wrap this up and I was in the hospital room and I did not have a piece and I did not feel finished and mm. I was so scared because I did not I wanted that piece that everybody has there's like yeah I just knew I just knew yeah. and I just knew oh my gosh so I felt like I was mentally and emotionally unstable at that point <laughs> and so I told AJ you are gonna have to go ask God because I if I got to know that whatever we're doing is what God wants. And if you tell me we're not going to have any more children, I'm not going to like it. And if you tell me we're going to have more children, I'm not going to like it. (laughs) So go have fun with that. Um, But I really just did need him. I'm not kidding. I felt emotionally unstable. Like who could be fourth kid in five years and not feel finished? And that really made me mad because I was totally overwhelmed with trying to take care of everybody and everything. So. But he, the end of that story was he did, God put a man in his path that had eight children at the time, and AJ just, I had been praying that God would put a man in his path that would help us, because it made no logical sense to have another child ever again, ever, mm-hmm. you know, we were way over our head, and God just used this man, and he came home, and he said, Grace, I just feel like children are a blessing from God and I just feel like we just need to basically open our hands to God and just so anyway then we have Hope Abigail Sarah and Emily (laughs) 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 wide open (laughs) oh my goodness wow (sighs) (laughs) they're all sweating (laughs) I'm I'm exhausted just listening to that just all need to go take a nap (laughs) I, I actually think this might be a good moment to do a speed round. Oh, I think sure. we, I think we all might need a breath of <laughs> fresh air <laughs> and a, maybe a moment of silence to pray for grace. Okay, boys, go. All right, speed so round. So this grace, is are, yeah, yep. Nope. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing I always say. Go ahead. That this is an original idea we stole from other podcasts. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> That's the intro to the speed round. We're working on it. It's a work in progress. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. These are lightning round questions. They're all random, and I took a few minutes working on these earlier today. So let's see how this goes. You have a few seconds to answer. Okay. That's, yeah. That's the requirement. All right. Uh, I used this question last week on Andrew. How do you like your eggs? Uh, over easy. Over easy. You you did a much better job at that yeah, than Andrew. Andrew went in like this <laughs> three minute explanation. <laughs> he likes his eggs. All right, beach or mountains? Beach. Awesome. Me too. Favorite day of the week? Friday. TGIF. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite movie? Uh. A genre like radio. It's got to make me feel good. Okay. Oh. Okay. I'm with you there. Are tomatoes a fruit or a vegetable? 
They're a vegetable. <laughs> they are Just a vegetable. Don't even talk to me about them being a fruit. That is stupid. <laughs> that was so confident. I don't think I could ever answer that question with that confidence. I just love that this is the question that's brought out the most passion so far. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you could have any three people over for dinner, anyone throughout history, who would mm. those three people be? Oh, no. Anybody. Th- that is Anybody. not a quick answer. <laughs> just that is a think on it for... Can. The rest of the week. That's um, true. It's got to be the first three that come first. to mind. Yeah. Um, Usually we relieve people of feeling like it has to be a spiritual answer. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. We say exclude all, all Bible yes. people. <laughs> I don't know. Don't make me answer that. <laughs> I hate that question. All right. Everybody gets one pass. I'm passing all on right, that okay. one. We'll give it to okay. you. But, that's, uh, but that's let, me just say, let me just say this because I feel... It, if you're asking me the first person that I thought of, that yes. I must yeah. say this for his Jeff Stalkup. Wow. Wow. Well, I, I, would, I have good news. This is a dream we can fulfill. <laughs> <laughs> he comes over anyway. Yeah. Jeff just, appears behind Jeff, the door. Jeff Stalkup. Hey, everybody. Jeff Stalkup likes to be the most important person in everyone's life. So this is very important that I give him this shout out. You could have chosen you could have chosen Albert Einstein. You could have chosen Nope. 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 Michael Jordan. The Apostle Paul. No. Jeff Stalka is way too complex. (laughs) All right. Okay, fantastic. What's the maximum number of spritzes of perfume before it's too much? Zero. That's <laughs> confidence. None. Okay. Um, I don't know if I can pronounce this. <laughs> what is triskaidekaphobia? Triskaidekaphobia. What is that? What do you think that is? It's a phobia. Uh, you just got to define it. Trisk? Um, is it... Triskaidekaphobia. I think it's... Decaphobia. Oh, gosh. Some of my kids have this where you're... Where you can't... You freak out when you see lots of dots. Do y'all know what that's called? I've heard about that. I don't know what that's I called. I don't know what it's called. It's not it's this called one. It's called that. <laughs> good. <laughs> that was it, is it fear of Triscuits? That was yeah. a good that answer. That was my guess. First it's, the ex- Tri- it's the extreme superstition regarding the number 13. Oh. People are scared yeah. of the number 13. Well, there you go. No, so we'll don't th- believe in superstitions. <laughs> all right, two more. Favorite child. Oh, <laughs> they all know who my favorite child is. Just ask them. Oh, man. And finally, <laughs> least favorite child. <laughs> they all know who my least favorite child is. <laughs> All right, Shade, you have to do some investigation on this one. I feel like we need Just to call ask in. Them. Just ask them. Yeah. They all know the answers. To oh, that. man. That's call them all in. That's, that's too awesome. Great. That was our best speed round, I feel like. It was um, quick. We should on concise. the story make that a question and see what would people guess. I'm about, I'm about to text <laughs> Joseph to see if I can get the answers. <laughs> oh, well... Grace, just a few more questions. Well uh, done, Grace. Yes, well done. Well done. Real, qu- very, real very questions. <laughs> Um, so we've gotten to hear a lot of your story, which has been really, really fun because there's pieces of it that I, I know and have heard before, but a lot of it I haven't. Um, and so moving kind of from family and all of that to Shades, uh, what, what first brought you to Shades? Well, um, AJ and I were married and we had been visiting different churches and 
we had decided that we weren't going to stay in the well we can't even say our that we were catholic we just said we learned to say that we were raised catholic mm-hmm. um because it's a definitely a part of our right our, yeah, yeah, yeah. our stories mm-hmm. and a, a very important part but it just and AJ also became the same time, same year, became a Christian through Young Life too, mm-hmm. separately for me. So we both had this new um, Young Life experience, but then just growing in a different way than the Catholic Church had taught us. So when we got married and the whole leave and cleave thing, we're trying to figure out what we're supposed to do. And we were visiting, and y'all will like this again. Um, we were <laughs> at a certain church that was let's say a bit more traditional and formal and AJ really loved the teaching. And so he, he was all on board. And so I really wasn't, it was a kind of thing where you had to like dress up and that kind of stuff. And are are you saying that shades is not the kind of place (laughs) where you have to dress up? Yeah, no, (laughs) Um, but there really wasn't. Anyway, basically we're sitting with the elders of this church to about to join. And, and I had just, just figured, okay, God, you're going to meet my needs here. If this is really where AJ wants to go, I'm going to, you know, be that wife, take one for the team and I'll, you're going to come through for me. But I'm also, you know, a rebel, honest. (laughs) So when the elders asked me, why do you want to be here? I said, well, I don't, but (laughs) 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 Um, he does and we're married. And so giddy up. But um, I didn't I I wasn't going to act like I I didn't want to be there. And so I just answered honestly, and they did not know what to do with me. I was a mess, <laughs> and I was like, sorry. But we, anyway, we didn't actually join that church. <laughs> um, I'm shocked. But, yeah, I'm sure they were like, oh, you too. Um, <laughs> I was willing to. But, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, then the, the guy that started Shades Valley was an old Young Life guy. And so he was starting and he came to us and was kind of telling us his vision. And I was like, that sounds great. And so I literally came the first time Shades, even before it was Shades Valley, was just in homes. and um, That that was in 91, right? Yep. So 91, 29 years ago. 29 years ago. Mm-hmm crazy that is nuts so and and y'all have been at shade since then yes every sunday (laughs) for 29 years until recently until (laughs) recently oh man yes so so, uh so what kept you at shades all all these years Hmm. well i would definitely answer it with the people just the body. Um, there were times that things happen, like things happen in churches and certain things would be going on that I agreed with or disagreed with. But I pretty much decided many years ago that I was not going to stay for one man or leave for one man or one person. It wasn't about that. It was about the body. And and that has just been so powerful for for it really AJ and I both just at shades is just just the people and 
body and and I love that I've had the history here that mm. that when things I don't know I just I I I I would encourage most people to do that. I mean, basically, AJ, and I feel like you have to be called out of a church because you're going to not like things in a church sometimes. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, whatever, it's just going to happen. So, But the blessing of being with people over time through the good, the bad, and the ugly. I mean, there are people here that are having babies that I literally knew when they were babies. I mean, it's, it's, I'm that old. I'm that person. (laughs) I'm that church lady. (laughs) Um, Your own baby has babies. My own baby has babies. Yep. Mm. Cause Joseph was probably C2. Well, whatever. He was born in 89 and he was, you know, they were Mary Grace and Joseph were two and three when we first started coming. And now he's got a three year old and his third on the way. So, Mm. Wow. That's that's incredible. Yeah, I've I've heard you talk many times about that value of of marriage over time, of community over time, you know. And it's it's so interesting because it's it's really rare. Like uh, right now, it feels like in our cu- cultural moment, people tend to be at a church for a sh- a much shorter period of time before they find a, a new church for whatever list of reasons whether it's something they didn't like or they just needed something new fresh that next experience mm-hmm. whatever it is what are some ha- having been you know in a church for the same church body for nearly 30 years uh, i know you've already listed a few but like if you were talking with a younger couple that was like why should i invest over decades of my life in one place like that um I mean, there's just something to say for being with people over time, over dis- different seasons of their lives. I mean, there, there are situations where there have been people here severely depressed in the fetal position and us praying over them and their life is crushed. And then you just see God take them from that and you see them in a different phase at a different time and you just... It is just like a constant reminder of God's presence and his goodness. And it's something that you, it's an investment that you, you reap over time. You don't get it. It's not a quickie thing. I mean, Mm. it's just not like, oh, great music or great sermon or great whatever it is that you like at a church at a certain time. But it, it just, it's, it's like it goes deep. And so you get to be deeply blessed from that over time um I mean the other day I'm I'm sure they wouldn't mind if I said this but when a couple in our church the Davises um you made an announcement about their um their adoption Mm -hmm. and to me it was so much more than oh yay good family adopted cool I just went back to the pain Mm -hmm. that they've been through through the tears that we've mm-hmm. been through, through their loss, through almost adoption, through, you know, just mm-hmm. ups and downs. And so that that announcement was way more than just, you know, oh, we somebody adopted a baby or somebody had a baby. It was the depth of going through the darker places mm-hmm. brought that, just made that so, so special and just, just a praise that God is faithful, that... Mm-hmm. Oh, John Mark, what's the song we used to sing? Oh, 
uh, you'll never let me down. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and they're not the only ones, that there was a season where we were singing that a lot. And it was yeah. like, oh, man, God, you're really seeming to let them down. Right. I mean, this is mm-hmm. so hard. That's what it looks like, yeah. That looks like you're letting them down. And then for people just to stay in it when it stinks. And then you see God, he wasn't letting them down. He had something for them. So Mm. anyway, that's, that isn't like from 29 years ago, but that to me is just a picture of investment over, over time and people just staying in there when, even when we don't like each other, you know, just Mm. staying in. I mean, it it Mm -hmm. is a picture of marriage to me. Mm -hmm. It, It is. Um, because eventually, it, you know, anyway. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's beautiful. And, I mean, I, I really feel I, I really feel like it's one of the things that I've learned uh, or been learning from uh, you and AJ and from the other families that have been here for 10 years, 15, 20, nearly 30 years, just that there, there's only one way to get the depth of 30-year community. Mm-hmm. And that's to be in it for right. 30 years. Like, there's no shortcut to that. And the same thing with marriage. Like, you, you want to know what 40-year marriage depth feels like? There's only one way to get there. And, um, yeah, and that's just been – because I, I came into Shades, like, personally saying, I only want to pastor one church. And I think that I was saying that. It's kind of like this romantic pipe dream. Like, <laughs> oh, that sounds romantic and all there. And it's not, you know? <laughs> it's not. Like, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. I mean, the the last however many years have been beautiful, but also really hard. And the same way I describe my marriage or describe parenting, right? Um, but but the depth of the beauties that you find, like like just discovering those truths along the way. And I think having y'all and those other families here cheering us on from so much further down the road Mm -hmm. being able to say yeah stay stay it's worth it it goes deeper than you're even at right now you know Mm -hmm. so i just uh yeah thank you for for sharing that well grace one of the things that i feel like you and aj have taught me is i feel like when y'all show up on sunday morning you show up in a posture that's ready to serve and you're not on the greeters team uh you're well, sometimes AJ plays in the band, but it's not like you're on this Sunday morning team serving. And so it's like, oh, look how they're serving. But rather you come with this uh, posture of I'm looking to pray for and to serve and to encourage others in the body. And Is that something that uh, you think developed with time and being here? Is it something that you were taught? It's just been such a witness to me. I was just mm-hmm. kind of wondering if there was ever a moment where a switch flipped or if it was modeled or where do you think you learned that? Um, <clears throat> that's a really good question. And I, I don't know. I, I think it, it, it's connected to what we were just talking about, but um, as far as, when I, when we come in on Sunday, well, let me just say this. There was a time many years ago, BJ for Jonathan, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that we were thinking about leaving and we didn't really have the release from God to leave, but we were thinking about it. And um, someone that I love in this body just really challenged me and said, what are, what are you even, what are you even saying 
um, because I was complaining um, (laughs) about something, something I didn't like or whatever. And um, she just said, what are you giving? What are you, what are you, what have you done to give or to change or to, um, and, and she called me out and she was absolutely right. Mm. And, and I appreciate that in her. Cause I think that there was something about that, that, that made me go, I, I need to have the posture of not, what are you going to give me, but what can I give? Mm. And, and I'm not saying I'm always conscious of that because it's also also the history and the, the people that I love and the reason that I stay, it's the people. But usually when I come in here, I'm, I am, there is something, I am truly happy to see the people. I am truly, mm. and, and God does, I feel like he'll just say, pray for them, go hug that person, whatever. Like, and it's, it's a joy for me but I, I'm trying not to just sit there and think, what do I like and what mm. do I not like? Yeah. And what can someone give me? Mm. Um, not that I'm not in need at times <laughs> because sure. I am. And there are plenty of people that pick up on that. But I don't know. I don't know that I'm great at that, that we're great at that. But I, I think that's the way that you say that. But, but I do kind of just try to come with that posture. Mm. It's awesome. And not be a grump. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we can, we, uh, we'll close with this question. Grace, there's so many things that you do at Shades that I think it would take another podcast to go through and have you talk about all of them uh, across the board. I mean, so many different things. Uh, but I just want to hear you talk about a group that you and AJ lead called Family Matters. Maybe you can just talk a little bit about, about what the group is and why you think it's an important group for couples or for parents? Well, it um, it started many, many years ago. We did this like eight week series and it was really about child training and we, you know, just the whole raising kids kind of thing. But there was a like a beginning and end and we whatever Mike Rebels named it family matters because he thought <laughs> it was good matters of the family family matters you know whatever um Love so, that show. yeah and and then one the a few years ago probably maybe six or more years ago when we were doing one of those and it was ending um all the people that were in the group was like don't end this don't don't leave us hanging and so we started we just continued to meet and it has become, I mean, it's it's such a great time. It's a bunch of people. Um, single people can come. They're always welcome. Everybody's welcome. People come in at different seasons. But mm-hmm. a lot of times just married couples are married with children and just trying to figure it out. Um, it's a very open group. People are very honest. Um, there are times where AJ and I are struggling and they take care of us. We are not wrap it up time in a bow. Got all the answers. Definitely don't. In fact, I think probably one of the re- one of the things that motivate us is, um, given the whole time when we joined the church, there were very few older couples mm-hmm. and, and we didn't have a lot of people to walk with us. And we, we struggled being married. We struggled having kids and we didn't really have people, um, 
that could really just help us mm. and we needed help. And so we want to be that for people. We want to be that place that, um, just that people can come and struggle and not have it together and have questions and just have people to support them. And, um, you know, AJ and I, we've been married almost 34 years and, and we used to say we stink at marriage because we just thought, well, we stink at marriage. <laughs> and then we finally, we're like, okay, yeah, we have all these kids. We're supposed to know what to do with kids, which we don't. But they, you know, we would always make it really clear. You don't want to ask us about how to be married because we don't know. We don't have to do that well. And then after a while, we just realized, you know what? We need to quit saying that because we've actually now been married 20 something, 30 something years. And we we just aren't polished we aren't a great polished package you know but we do feel like that what we have to give people are our mistakes and our you know what we've learned and just both of us are committed we're committed and we're committed to each other we're committed to our children we're committed to our church and so we just we just want to help people stay in there and that um, because even when it's not pretty so Family Matters is a, a way to do that. And yeah. What, what's going through my mind as you're talking about that, uh, just kind of this, this small epiphany, I was like, they are the anti Instagrammable couple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you want like, honesty? Like, no, no. Think, think, think about this with me for just a second. Like, you know, on Instagram, when you, when you get like the perfect couple and it's just all amazing and glossy and beautiful and la da da, and then the next thing you know, like they split up. Mm. And you're left going, why in the world, how in the world did, why didn't that work? Like, yeah. like, it's the opposite. Like, you're saying, we're not polished. We're not, we're kind of all of this is out there. But that kind of answers the question as to why it does work. Like, mm. because you're, you're open and honest about how y'all have had to fight for this thing. And, and, and yeah. And I just, I'm like, man, that's infinitely more helpful <laughs> at yes. the end of the day. Yes. So, but yeah, so Family Matters meets once a month. And once a month on Sunday nights, um, and everyone is welcome. And I, I encourage people. I mean, I strongly, it is, it is the best group of people. They're just, wow. I love them and I love to be a part of it and just, um, but yeah, I don't know when we're going to meet next, right, but, right. <laughs> but if people wanted information, yes. they could email grace at com. There you go. And yes. Walensky does not have an extra I in it. It is not Walensky. <laughs> no, Wonski. So well, I think that wraps us up. Grace, thank you so much. Thank You're you so, so much. This has been incredible. Aww. I feel I feel like we could go for a few more hours. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Oh, for sure. Right. For I mean, sure. We're just skimming the surface here. I have so many more questions about, you know, your your favorite child and, <laughs> and <laughs> it is so clear who my favorite is. Oh. Uh, awesome. Well, this has been another amazing episode of Shades Midweek.